RTB AM. I was really triggered. We don't want Johnny Sexton having any part of any Netflix curse ahead of the World Cup. OTB AM. Live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. We've got Phoebe Schechter with us to talk about the NFL weekend that just was. Phoebe, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning. I'm very well. How are you both doing? Uh, I guess you're a bit sleep deprived um, staying up all night (laughs) to cover the second of the championship games. (laughs) Yeah, we're still working on that. I think we, goodness, I think we finished maybe or got back to the house around like 4, 4.30 in the morning. So, you know, but we luckily we had prepped the weekend before by doing the three games. So, this was like a walk in the park, really. <laughs> That's the the one uh, caveat to the NFL taking over the entire world is that it's very difficult for us in this part of the world to watch those games. Yeah, absolutely. I think that might be a, a hindrance to why some NFL fans don't get involved. But, I mean, luckily, that's why things like Game Pass and the Red Zone, all of that makes it so exciting because you can just get all the highlights punched into a five-minute or 40-minute little bucket. Um, Phoebe, let's start with the Philadelphia Eagles because um, their performance was spectacular. And I I think a lot has been made of the difficulties that the Niners had uh, at quarterback, and and rightly so. But the the two injuries that they got at the weekend were as a result of incredible play by the Eagles. And once you take that and start thinking in, in those terms, it's like... It's hard to have too much sympathy for the Niners. I'm a Niners fan, so I know it's uh, difficult for me to say that. But the Eagles were absolutely dominant from start to finish. Yeah, and what I love about the Eagles is they have this kind of way about them. They are just physical, right? You look at what they did to the Giants a couple weeks ago. They will run all over you. They're not going to hold back. And that is becoming their identity. There was a a video about Jalen Hurts talking to the team going into – Yes, well, yes, the other day's game. And he just said, look, guys, we don't need to change anything about who we are. We're great how we are. Just increase that standard a little bit. And I think when you've got someone, he doesn't get too hyped. He just kind of goes along with the flow, quite steady with it. But they have this, like, dog mentality. And, I mean, they just got after him, right, on both sides of the ball. Hassan Reddick was incredible. I mean, he's had a game. And I think he was kind of sparked by the fact that, on the other side of the ball, you have Nick Bosa, who is technically being said that he's a better player than Reddick and, and only just outsacked Reddick by, I think it was two sacks. And I think Hassan Reddick had a, a point to make, but the way that the Eagles ran the football, and when you've got so many threats, Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott, I mean, you're going to get exhausted, you're going to get beat down, and they love that. <laughs> It wouldn't have had an impact, Phoebe, on the result whatsoever, but early on there's controversy when Devonta Smith makes that one-handed catch, uh, which was incredible at, at the time, but I mean, had the, had the 49ers reviewed it, it would have been incomplete, and it's easy to say that in hindsight. Look, it wouldn't have changed the result, but it was certainly a moment that stood out. Big time. I mean, that was a massive play. Everyone saw it. And I know, you know Shanahan said he didn't see the replay on the screen, but Devonta Smith, if you see him, he's going like this, and that is one of their signals that means, hey, look, I don't know if that was a catch. we got to get lined up, get a play run really quickly. And so you have to have some awareness as a coach. And I think for the 49ers, they've been around this for a long time. That would have been an easy challenge for them, especially 
to be honest, if you know a team is going quick like that, you got to think, hmm, maybe they don't believe in them, believe in it themselves that it was successful. But one amazing grab that was, and, and it really did change the game because it was it was tight all the way through. Uh, is there is there just a little bit with this Niners team where something is missing? Like, notwithstanding the injuries to the quarterbacks, right? But um, they did all get injured on plays, uh, particularly <clears throat> the early one. Trey Lance gets injured running up the center, and uh, funnily enough, a big guy falls on him. Who would have thought that maybe that might happen? Uh, their offensive line couldn't protect the quarterbacks at the weekend. Like for all of the genius of Kyle Shanahan, is there just a little wrinkle there that you think? Something, somebody somewhere needs to say, hang on, do we need to approach this team building in a slightly different way? You know, I think the 49ers have done a really great job. And I really, I really felt for them. I, you know, they've been winning. They have, and we've all said it, the most complete football team, offense, defense, special teams. I just think, I don't know how you get so unlucky that you are, you, you not only have midseason, you've lost the kid you, tra- you you wanted, you then lose Jimmy G, then you lose Brock Purdy, and then you lose your backup to the backup to the backup. I mean, that just isn't something that happens. It is, it is a freak accident. I think maybe the thing that might be looked at is when – when we've changed these rules for quarterbacks, you know, the not hitting them late, well, not hitting them like that, you see a lot more of these defenders going for the hand because that's where you're going to try and get the ball loose and all of that. But now you're putting the quarterback in an even more compromised mission and and specifically where their injury is most severe, right? I mean, that's only a small limb. So the Hassan Reddick one, you saw him come through gets stuck on Brock Purdy's arm, and that's where he's really done this. And I don't know if you've seen it. I mean, it's six months he's going to be out now, this young quarterback. Yeah, it's a massive setback to him and to his career, and so they more than likely will look somewhere else in the summer, or there's a good chance they will. To, to move on to what you expect from the Eagles in the Super Bowl then, uh, is there any change? Is there anything else that you will expect them to add as a wrinkle um, when they're coming up against the Kansas City Chiefs, because obviously they have yet to face uh, Patrick Mahomes' level QB as they have reached this point in the season. It's not the full Patrick Mahomes, obviously, because he is definitely somewhat hindered by the high ankle sprain. So um, what what will they have ready for him, do you think? You know, I think it has. it's really going to be a battle of the coaches. You know, any time that you go up against Andy Reid, you have to be thinking so creatively and kind of be ready for anything because we've seen some of the madness and amazingness that that Andy Reid has brought to the table, whether we're talking about all of them in a big circle together and then running out, you know, sort of distracted, Mahomes walking off, direct snaps to other people. So I think what, he, what they're able to do is, is make your defense work for every single snap, but more from a mentality perspective. And, and then vice versa, you know, we didn't see Jalen Hurts run as much as we potentially have in the past. And I know he's still recovering from that shoulder injury. Uh, but one of the things I think said a lot was there was a hit in that game last weekend. And it, and it, it looked like it hurt, to be honest. It would have hurt me for sure. But then he gets up and he runs the ball again. So I think that's more of a statement from him saying, I'm fine. So I think we might see him running the ball a bit more because when he uses that kind of run-pass option, he makes it so challenging on a defense. 
I guess us in the media, Phoebe, we often make a lot of out of different strands when it comes to a Super Bowl. Uh, you know, having Jason, Travis, Kelsey, the first brothers to face off in a Super Bowl is interesting. It, nearly more interesting to me is, is is Nick Sirianni and Andy Reid's history. The fact that when Andy Reid comes into the Chiefs, he lets go of of Nick Sirianni as a coach. Uh, so there's a lot of strands there, and Nick Sirianni is someone who deserves a lot of credit here for how the Eagles have have picked up. Big time, big time, and I think one of the things I love about how Nick Sirianni is taking on the Eagles is he's let go of the play calling roles. He's come in and he's really managing the game. He's managing the players. And that's been really great for him. And, you know, Andy Reid has a massive coaching tree. You know, you're talking about Coach McDermott, Harbaugh, Ron Rivera, like the list goes on and on and on. So for him to let go of Nick Sirianni, I think is always quite an interesting move. And and curious really, you know, what he saw, what he didn't see to be in this situation. But Look, coaches know you get fired, but I think there's always a PCU that thinks, mm, <laughs> I'm going to get you back for that. <laughs> and what a better place to do it than in the Super Bowl. <laughs> how, can, how can they get at the Eagles, um, the Chiefs? Like, we know, like Patrick Mahomes is an obvious example of someone who can probably find those, those weak points. But the Eagles' discipline against the 49ers was just there in spades. Um, picked up lots of yards because of mistakes and discipline from the 49ers. So mm-hmm. how can the Chiefs get at them? What are the weak points in that Eagles team? Yeah, I think you're having to look. I mean, if we're looking from offensive perspective on the Chiefs' behalf, they've not been against a team that can get those yards after catch the way they do. Um, Obviously, looking at Kelsey, his ability to find space in the zone, he is so talented. He is one of the most elite tight ends that we've ever seen, or or receivers in terms of being able to find that space, find that zone. Um, So I think looking at him, Pacheco's been such a hard runner. I, I you know, he got injured a little bit at the end of the game, so I hope if he's able to come out there and wear down that defense. But utilize the aggression of Hassan Reddick against himself. You know, whether you're running the ball at him, because once you kind of take the wind out of his sails like that, you can use it so he almost flies by. Uh, and, so, and then if you're looking at it from, I guess, Jalen Hurts or, or from that defensive perspective, trying to keep – hurts in the pocket is going to be key uh he is a guy that wants to get out you'll have to have a spy on him you know one of the defenders to basically just watch him the whole time so i think there's a couple different things a lot of it depends on how mahomes is feeling limping off the field if you get the beginning if you can get like the old mahomes you know maybe even the first half of the game yesterday uh, the other day, I don't even know what day of the week it is, but mm-hmm. whenever that game happened, <laughs> th- that would be great. <laughs> the uh, the owners all lobbied really hard for the seventeenth uh, game in the regular season, and you know it feels like uh, oh that makes perfect sense. Let's just keep expanding. But the difficulty with this is that we're now getting the teams in the final game of the season, and if you look at the Chiefs roster in particular, like Kelsey was a last minute, he's good to go because he had back spasms during the week. A load of their receivers during the game fell apart. Mahomes is on one leg. Jalen Hurts is kind of on one leg. And a lot of their players are, are carrying bumps and bruises as well. It's not It's not like there's no consequences for having the extended season. The players are getting so injured and so banged up that maybe we don't end up seeing the all-time classic that we should do. When, when you list the, the players on both sides, this could easily be a 35-33 Super Bowl. But it's more than likely going to be 21-18 or 19-16. Yeah, spot on. I'm definitely worried for the Chiefs and, and their lack of a receiving core. I mean, the fact that they were able to win that game with who they had was unbelievable. 
Um, and I think there is that element to it. I mean, it's a long season when you're in it. And when you think back to week one and Miami versus the Patriots, I mean, that seems like a lifetime ago. And, and I know they tried to do it so that they've got a shorter preseason, but nobody really plays. None of the starters really play in the preseason anyway, so it doesn't really alleviate the stress on them. Um, and, you know, the reason for doing the longer season was really to allow – for having more international games. So it's a bit of a conundrum because, A, I don't see them going back, but I think there has to be a way that you can alleviate some of this physical stress. Um, because even thinking about it, the players aren't even allowed to tackle in the offseason, so it's not even like they're having that physical wear down happening. This is all just stress from being in the season. So I, I spot on agree with you. Do you have a feeling yet about who you're going to pick for the final? <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, you know what? I really, I actually really like the Eagles. I think it would be amazing to see the Chiefs, like, storybook if they're able to pull it out. But, um, no, I really like the Eagles. I like, I like what they've been doing. They've been just building, consistent. And I just think Jalen Hurts, he is the healthier quarterback, and he can really, really stress a defense. So, that's that's my thought. <laughs> Phoebe, great to have you with us. Thanks a million for making the time for us. Thank you so much for having me. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. 